0: Click are you on the laptop?
1: We've started. We've started, by the way. Okay. So Liam, you can just okay. ramble and uh, figure out what Welcome you're doing. Welcome back to the Off The Script podcast. Um,
2: today we're joined by um, GB powerlifter Liam Turnbull and extremely, extremely impressive natural bodybuilder Keithy West.
3: Um, how's everybody back. doing? Oh, thanks. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? You are good? I'm personally very good.
1: Very good. How are you? How are you, Chris?
4: I am fucking fantastic because <laughs> I would be I Just ate and now I'm full, so uh like I can't promise that I might not fall asleep. Uh, Fair enough, mate. That's fine. But we'll go with it. We'll go with it.
3: I'd be it better if I knew Gary v was.
4: It is literally so, like yeah. at the top right hand.
3: For for listeners, um,
1: Liam has been trying to find the gallery view button on Zoom for a while now. Yeah, he quit. He quit. It do not matter. with it. You stop now. I'm sweating <laughs> as fuck because I've had to run back. The trains delayed somehow, as if there's enough trains to be delayed uh, at the moment. Yeah, I'm 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 it's Gross. But we move. We move, guys. Uh,
4: Chris, how's um, how are you feeling now as prep started to kick in for you? Good. Um, We've got obviously the news that the finals has being postponed for like another four or five weeks. So it means yeah. that right now I am like 14 and a half weeks out when we originally I was 10 weeks out. So yeah. it is a bit of a jump and it did kind of get me thinking. But at the same time, it's just a kind of another way to obviously look at it that i've obviously got more time to get in better shape and at the same time maybe keep my food a little bit higher because i've got that extra time less yeah, cardio sure. and stuff like that but now nah, we've just got to kind of go with it it's like an it's a situation that's out of our control so
1: yeah for sure Do you, so you you've been pretty positive about it and you've just been like hey look i've got basically more time i'm ahead of the ball here
4: yeah mm-hmm just, just it's like it. I've done. I've been in what I've been dieting now for a good few weeks anyway. So it's like yeah. I'm kind of in that bit now where it's just a case of like Yeah. I'm far enough into it to not want out of it. Yeah. And I'm far enough into it to stay with it. If you get yeah. me. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like it's too, it's too late now to just like go back, isn't it? Yeah,
4: yeah, definitely. definitely. Are you? Just, just for. You'd rather have
3: too much time than not enough time at all.
4: Oh yeah, yeah. definitely.
3: Yeah, for sure. Because
4: then you would need so, to obviously aggressively go in harder and probably more chances of, like, dieting away tissue.
3: It's like if you've got that five weeks, it's like a buffer zone that you could have cleared up, or if not, you can just sort of enjoy it a bit more with high uh, food. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I, I think that is, like, the biggest thing. I wish last year I started prep earlier. I wish I'd have more time.
3: You like, had a long prep, though, Jermaine.
1: I know. I did, but I started off in a bad place to begin with <laughs> that's the biggest thing uh, like I remember like you seeing me Liam and you're like he's not gonna be in shape <laughs> he's not gonna be in shape
3: yeah I'm not gonna lie me and Tim were just sort of talking you were posing and we were just looking at each other going he's not gonna make it he's not gonna make it <laughs> <laughs> I was but to saying, be fair yeah. you were in similar body composition to me back then yeah, yeah and yeah. I don't think I could have got as peeled as you I did pull it out
1: of my ass a bit, quite literally. My glutes were just,
3: yeah, they were. But you, you had you had like a, a very very long prep from what I believe, anyway.
1: Almost thirty weeks.
3: Yeah, I was going to say it's high twenty weeks, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it was a long prep, including including like the time between shows as well. Uh, but it was yeah. Long, but I needed that time because I had like fifty plus pounds to pull off. So. So
3: yeah, it's a lot.
1: We, we got it. I did lose. I definitely lost tissue though. So I think. I think. Chris is in a great place right now. If he's, if he's well, time to spare, yeah, if he's got time to Chris spare like Never
3: too bad in yeah. the first place.
1: Yeah. What um, What are your lists at at the moment, Chris? For everyone who's absolutely wondering and definitely clicked on the podcast for this.
4: They're still going up. That's the still only way I like leave it. Yeah. Well, well, it's this this prep this year is like I've never documented a prep, so yeah. it's like. I've always kind of kept that in the background, yeah. but documented obviously training. But this year, what I'm going to do is I'm going to document both. So I'm going to document, obviously, the prep side of things, physique updates, but also document the side of also getting much stronger even throughout a diet phase. Because I know that on a few podcasts, I got like the kind of call out that obviously people were like, oh, you know, it's not possible this, that, and the next thing. Whereas, because the yeah, past two years, I've them. only documented one thing. Yeah. Um, this year, Everyone's going to kind of get like yeah. included in it. So
1: I think that um I I would have had a lot more of that sort of shit last year if I hadn't have been fairly consistent with showing progress. I, I post like a physique update at least
4: once a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm I'm just going to keep it to like maybe every three or four weeks, not yeah, yeah, like yeah. not weekly. I'll just kind of keep them to myself. But every three or four weeks, like boom, just drop a physique yeah, for update. Sure. And, yeah
1: let's uh let's talk about sorry sorry Bull, this is your first one and we'll, we'll just talk about chris so far let's talk about your like update picture you posted like this year to last year
4: yeah
1: that is fucking crazy thank you that is nuts and you're not gonna like i feel like you're not even gonna say that it's like you know crazy you just like you know you did the work at the end of the day like
4: as it it was everything that was kind of needing to be done was done one of the biggest things. Aim that I was wanting to bring up, like, I still feel as if I'm too young to focus on just bringing one body part up, like, focusing more on that Same. rather than focusing on like everything. So, yeah. everything did get focused on, but dominantly a lot of work got done to my chest, and dominantly a lot of work got done to like mm. my like, adductors and that. Do you know what I mean? To bring them in, it was yeah. basically just to cle- like, cover up the thigh gap. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I didn't want a fucking thigh gap again, so yeah, yeah for sure. That got done, and then obviously, like a lot of dominant like chess work as well. But at the same time, everything got brung up. Yeah, things sure. are still developing, so. You can
3: see the amount of sort of energy you put into ensuring that all variables are being ticked. Just from watching one set, you can see how much you want it. Um, and I think before I'd, I sort of knew you, you can you can tell what type of lifter or competitor, I should say, you are. Yeah, for sure. So there's no surprise for the transformation for me.
1: Yeah, I've got no doubt in my mind. Like, when, when you see... I think that's the biggest, like, thing with people. People... you Obviously, people always see the pictures, and that's what gets the most, like, likes and, yeah. like, comments and whatever, the people. Wow, yeah. And then people just completely skip over the videos because people have just fucking short attention spans. Yeah. I could post a... Like, I, I, there's someone I, I know who, like, I'm around quite often in my life, and they they were like they saw me lean like stage lean and they were like oh you just like you know dieted down and worked out a bit to get like that and then they saw me doing an actual set in person and they were like oh fuck that you look the way you do like so there was like there's a disparity there right like yeah
3: but like they don't see the they see the start and the end and they always think that it's like what did you take to get from the start to the end it's never how many hours did you put in in yeah. did, you, did you, lose? you didn't miss a meal, you didn't skip yeah one. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's always sort of the tangible things, never the, the effort or work rate.
4: Uh-huh. And also the kind of misunderstanding of what an off-season really is. Like off-season, I've had a lot of people come up to me and be like, oh, so is that it? Like time to like kind of take a back seat or time to kind of yeah. take a month off of training and stuff like that. It's... It's, it's about time like more people understood that off like in reality, for like natural athletes, and off-seasons where y- your progress is made, as in physique-wise. You know what I mean? For mm,
3: Sure. The equal amount of work you have to put into an off-season than an on-season, so to speak. You've still got to get your food, you've still got to get your sleep, your training. It, it's the same variables, it's just monitored slightly differently. Yeah, for yeah. sure.
1: I, and like, that, that's where like, I remember last year, I started saying this a lot off of the back of prep, and it sort of kept me more accountable post-show, because obviously, this is, last year was my first prep, so in my head, I was like, it could have gone that way for me. Yeah, right? yeah. Just being like, oh, take my foot off the gas a bit. But at the time, I just sort of started telling myself, there is no off-season, mm. on-season, you know, you're just doing something else. And that's, that's sort of like the approach that I think a lot of people should be taking. Definitely, definitely. So, Bull, where are you at with lifts and stuff? You started training uh, an outdoor gym, yes? Oh what? You started training at an outdoor gym, haven't you?
3: Recently. No.
1: <laughs>
3: oh, have you not? Oh, no. I've, I'm just yeah. so to a, a you on Instagram
1: today. The
3: to yeah, there's a local gym to me, Jim Unity, okay. who I just got on really well with the owner. Uh, yeah. Um, and so I sort of hopped back and forth. I was there the other day because he had some like rubber mat flooring that he was getting okay. rid of. And so I just oh. went and picked it up for my home gym. But no, I'm training at my garage still.
1: Yeah. Are you going to just continue to train out your garage? Because you, you look pretty set up.
3: You just don't have a. Yeah, I'm set up in terms of sort of the power lift, so to speak. I can squat, I can bench, I can deadlift, I can do 80% of my accessory work. And so on that front, I'm covered. I do plan to go back into the gym just to have access to sort of people and monoliths and sort of that higher end of the equipment, but I'm not going to rush into it. So the gym's obviously open Saturday. I'm not going to go for the first of two or so weeks because I just want to let – it sounds a bit like – I don't know. But I just sort of want to give everyone else the opportunity to train first because I can train from home, and Mm -hmm. so I will continue to do so. They'll reach a point, though – well, I can't walk the weight out anymore. I can't walk 300 kilos out, so I'm gonna have to go and, and utilize like a monolift and have, for example, Beth, who I train with, wrap me. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> and I, training in the environment with other people who are like-minded. So, for example, Ross, one of the lifters I train with, um, he's got sort of a 410 kilo lifter come squat coming in soon. And so to sort of be around that environment, it definitely improves sort of your approach to the session for sure. Oh yeah, hundred percent. hundred percent. I think
1: um, that's why I just like training. Like I like going back home towards Sheffield and Rotherham. Obviously I love the gyms around Birmingham, excluding one gym, which we'll come to later. Um, <laughs> but I, I like most gyms around Birmingham, but I do love going back home and like going, to, like, gyms around there and going to UltraFlex, like, you know. And just being in that environment is just sick. Like,
3: I, it so I, happens that you live so close to one of arguably the best gyms in the UK. I know, yeah. It's pretty all right. <laughs> uh, I mean, the closest gym for me, beyond sort of Claymore that we spoke about the other day and Gym yeah. Unity, um, I would have to travel sort of 40 minutes to get into Birmingham to train at Ultimate <laughs> or Central Fitness. Yeah, for sure.
1: I, um... I think um, at the minute my setup is going to be when I start back this weekend is first day back all I'm doing is cardio because it's a rest day and I can't be bothered to switch around my program just to train you know whatever I'll I'll wait a few days before I train legs like in in that kind of gym but um, yeah I'm just going back doing some cross training or something just doing some light CV that day because I know it's just gonna be too busy I'm not gonna be able to touch any dumbbells in there because it'll
3: be packed well that's it yeah I so, think what I meant earlier as well, like one, I want to give other people the opportunity as I've said, and, and it'll be that nice guy, but the realistic as well, I don't want yeah. to get involved and be surrounded by loads of people who are just trying to like, how long do you got on the equipment? How long, how long? It's like, oh, I'm going to be here for as long as I want to be. Yeah, and sure. for me, a squat is like, if any power is watching, they'll know it is hours on a squat yeah. rack. And yeah. so it's quite selfish to, to take up a normal gym squat rack for three hours. So, I'll just stick and do it at home where I'm going to get no bother from anyone but the dog. Yeah. <laughs> when are you
1: going to start actually going back into gyms, guys? Like, are we going to start back straight away this weekend or
4: what's the plan? Scotland's not actually got a date yet. Like, mm. we're, um, I don't think gyms will open in Scotland till maybe mid-August or something like that. Yeah. We're like, they kind of last behind it all and they're saying that they're trying to kind of I believe they're trying to get schools back full time before, like gyms open. It, like Scotland's gone crazy about it. It's madness, but what can you it's do? What it is it's what is. What it's Want it's to
3: good. do whatever you want to do to be different. You
4: know what I mean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are you um? So Chris, you're still like obviously in the setup where you can just train and carry on. Yeah, as you were so. Is there? Do you really feel like you there's a need right now for you to have like any other gyms open or?
4: Nah. See, to be honest, like outside of like where I train now, there is only one other place. Yeah. And it's like it's just a leisure center, so it's not like a, a bodybuilding gym or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? I've never had that environment. Um, the closest bodybuilding gym to me is probably about I don't know 120 mile away or something like that. So. Yeah. Okay. It's,
3: yeah. yeah, that's, that's why. I'm not you said to me. Go on, Chris.
4: No, sorry. What did you say?
3: I just said because Sully said to me about how I'm so kitted out, but I mean, you're me plus
4: more, aren't you? Pretty much. like See, at the same t- at the same time, like it'll never draw me to using just like machines. Do you know what I mean? Where- wherever I find myself, <laughs> even if I travel, like um I done the the furthest I've probably done is the trip down to Durham. And do you know what I mean? Like I went down to Durham and found myself straight away on a barbell. Like I never went straight away to like a a fucking fancy machine that yeah, like, yeah, yeah. turns me upside down when I when I use it. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's yeah. it, it's never going to be like that. It's always just kind of resorting to what I know. Um, I was
1: yeah. I was speaking to uh, I can't remember who it was over there. I think it was Jack Bennett. He's another junior competitor who I competed last year. And he he's got like some solid like leg progression, just from having a barbell and and just doing the basic movements. Like you know, you not you don't need you don't need a like a Cybex hack squat. You don't need an Atlantis hack squat. You don't need a pendulum. You know to grow your legs.
4: So mm-hmm. yeah, for sure, definitely. It's I'm relatively know. similar
3: to you on that. From the What's, What's that, that I just said I'm relatively similar to Chris on that front as well. Like all of my sort of muscular progression has majorly just come from squat bench and deadlift and then sort of accessory, so to speak, barbell exercises such as rows or RDL. Yeah. I won't do any sort of complicated isolations or anything. I'll enjoy myself on a lat pull down or the more sort of common machinery. But – I'm relatively similar as well on that phone. Mm-hmm. Speaking of
1: training, Liam, how excited are you for uh, our session of, when we're back back in gyms? I can't wait.
3: It'd be good. I've never trained
1: with a female.
3: <laughs> I don't think.
1: Um, this is a good time to actually announce it because um, uh, she's actually dropped a question as well. Um, we're we're going to have a session with Caitlin. Um, so that's going to be... I'm, I, I, think I think i think she'll proper beast us both i think so i i've seen her train before i was i was in the gym with i was in i was training at ultra um training legs there when uh, she was training with aj when when aj pulled and uh, she pulled like i think i saw her pull at like 140 and i was just like the fact that this girl at the time i think she was 17 I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it just doesn't make sense in my head. Uh, She's
4: doing like 160 for fives now or something like that. Yeah.
1: Not. Yeah. Which is nuts. That's what I was doing. In- she is the female kidding.
4: Madness. Yeah.
1: She is. We're going to train really at some is. point.
4: That is, um, sure. That's going to happen. Um, goodness knows when, whenever this kind of gets back to a bit of normality. But we are going to train at some point. So yeah i'd I'd
1: love one of the things that me and Joe were talking about the other day is how we'd love to get in a session at some point with every single guest that we've had on so far. that would be like a, a long term goal for us to like go train with you, go train with liam Caitlin uh, even jamie the giant um whoever like Cuba whatever like we just want to train with people um because that'll be something that'll be fun and like obviously you know to an extent. I can't, you can't do that every single week, obviously. Mm. Just fuck up your programming. But like once in a while, just to train with someone and like yeah. have them beast you on something, I think that's like, you know,
3: that'd be cool. You can learn a lot from training with someone.
1: For sure. Yeah, for sure. Like I always, I always find, like when I train with you, Liam, a lot, when I was, I think I was still, was I still 18 or was I 90? I can't remember when. When I first met you, basically. Uh, we. St- we- we, we sort of trained, but we, like, we fucked around a bit. But we'd, because, like, obviously you're a powerlifter, it became very competitive from, like, a... Yeah. So,
3: like, there's... That. And if you look through, like, the YouTube videos we've done together, they're rarely sort of... I mean, there are a couple, but they're yeah. majority just sort of who can lift the most, which is <laughs> yeah. irrelevant, but it was what we enjoyed. So we did it. And as well, this was, like, what, a year, year and a half, two years ago? Like, yeah, they go a back a while. And
1: the thing is, though, like, being in that environment, that definitely helped because I remember, I think at the time, I'd, like, I was coming, I was, like, I think I'd, like, pinged my chest or something, like, three or four months before we did that, like, pressing challenge or whatever. The one where you made me drink the fucking disgusting vomit cocktail that you and Tim made, where you put, like, your toenail clippings and shit in it. Um... (laughs) 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 Shut up. Uh, But when we did that, like... There was no way in hell without being in that training environment I was going to, like, do, like, what did I do, like 15 reps or something with 100 kilos at the time? Like, outside of that environment...
3: Yeah, you passed, like, one...
1: Yeah, I wasn't going to bench 100 kilos for 15 reps unless I was, like, you know, training with you. So I think, I think it is, like,
3: super important to, like, get out of your comfort zone a bit. It's funny because our sessions would be, like, we'd go in and then... Like I'd be like, right, let's squat, let's squat, let's squat, because it's all like yeah. all I know how to do. And then we'd go and squat, and I'd like, you know, I'd obviously out squat you by a, a good a good amount. And then you'd move on to like the next that like, portion of the workout where it's like, you know, ex bodybuilding sort of exercises, and I can't even keep up with like your warm up sets.
1: Yeah, the accumulated volume that we we do in sessions as bodybuilders, like Liam, just can't relate to that at all. So I, where, where, I just can't. Where were we training? I think it was Ironworks where we trained legs and then you threw up afterwards on the pavement.
3: Mate, that, that, I watched that video. We, I sent it into the chat not long back. I puked, like, multiple times throughout the session, lying on a hamstring curl, just going, and then afterwards, outside the petrol station, Tim was filming me, and I was just repeatedly being sick. <laughs> but I, I learned a lot. I learned, sort of, so to speak, how to train, like, I hate this sort of like train for bodybuilding or train for powerlifting. I don't think, I think they're mutually like, I think they're mutual, but
0: I th- yeah, yeah.
3: Like I learned more of the bodybuilding style, so to speak, um, with the high volume approach.
1: I think as well with you, that like, I think those sessions we had early on where it was just me, you and Tim, we'd all started uni roughly the same time. Um, and we were just training and we would we'd do fuck about sessions sometimes that kind of taught I think intensity like that that gave us I think a new level of intensity like there was no way up until that point I would have gone under 160 kgs at the time I think it was and tried to try to do that and then go and do hack squat and then go go do like a Widowmaker on leg curls or something ridiculous like that. So
3: yeah. That that did but we, big impact. It, it was it was good. Man. We had like we got Tim squatting like two hundred high bar. Like for a yeah. six foot three guy who does not do the lift, like that's incredibly strong.
1: That is incredibly strong. Yeah,
3: but his I think if you had to say bodybuilder who I, I trained, like it would be the other the other guest on this podcast though. Who's that? Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, I was. I
1: thought he was going. I thought. She, Chris, you were meant to say your name there. Yeah, Chris, you're, you're, we chose, I, I think I wanted Liam and you on at the same time because you are both ridiculously fucking strong. Mm-hmm. Which is like, I think is very cool. So you can relate to that level. Um, would you ever do powerlifting, Chris? Would I?
3: Yeah.
4: Mm, I don't really have much of an interest in it. That's fucking crazy to me. It is, that is bananas. The potential. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it doesn't care. <laughs> That's insane, yeah. So you'd never you'd have do it for the shits and gigs? 250 pounds shredded and being like bodybuilding.
4: I would probably just be doing it for like another title to put in my Instagram bio. Fair enough, yeah. Um, I mean, it doesn't reflects. get
3: anywhere near the that being shredded on a bodybuilding stage does though.
4: I would need to like, I don't know, I would need to source a show and and it's it's not like the doing it that is like not interesting me it's the it's the the finding everything out about it as in like finding a show um, like where it's going to be what time it's going to be at that kind of stuff so whatever i need to to get for that show if i need to get in or i can literally just turn up on the day yeah and like it, it sounds I mean, so
1: you basically would do it spontaneously and not put much effort into
4: it yeah pretty much
3: That's i think you'd enjoy it it's it being on the platforms a good feeling but it's like i i'm quite not necessarily scared but i don't have a massive desire to stand on stage in pants but i'm gonna do it just because i want to experience it and i think experiencing powerlifting. I mean, I think you, you, you certainly have to specialise in one, but there's nothing wrong with experience in both. I think it will teach you a lot as a lifter in general. I, I so also wouldn't it's want to train to for it.
4: Huh? I also wouldn't want to train for it.
3: Yeah, the training is very, very different. And I think coming from a, an approach that you've got, you'd find it quite sort of boring. I will be... A, the gym for sort of three plus hours and i'll have done three exercises nine sets tops
4: see like where where my strengths are in that i don't feel that like don't know how to explain it i don't feel as if i would need to dedicate my full week to a powerlifting week as in like monday wednesday friday squat bench and deadlift if you get me um
3: i think for you the only thing you have to do is be familiar with sort of competition standard of lifts so, yeah. for example, like being familiar with what depth is on squat, how yeah. long you pause for on bench, et It's not the strength or sort of anything like that that would cause any concern for you. It's just not fucking it up on the like day from a technicality, I think. The rule would have to be
1: like only hard base playing the entire time at the powerlifting meet. Otherwise, otherwise, Chris won't lift.
4: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe never say never. Yeah. I think,
1: I, think you should, I think at some point you'll probably end up doing it. But obviously, you've got huge goals in bodybuilding.
4: Um, I'll need somebody to like source all the details for me. So yeah. I don't need to do that. You need a the secretary for powerlifting. Power. Pretty, yeah. much.
3: pretty much. Do you want to know what I would say, though? Tell me. If you want to be an excellent bodybuilder, huh? don't waste time powerlifting. It's I, not- I, 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 See, see if I'm honest.
4: If I'm honest, I probably wouldn't. Uh, like, yeah. it, it, I don't know. Like, even with bodybuilding. Wait, like, don't get me wrong. bodybuilding's a massive. Would you rather be a? a- What's that? Sorry, that again. Okay. You can be a good
3: bodybuilder and a good powerlift, or you can be excellent at one. And for me, I think you've got a. You've got to really specialize and put one hundred percent effort into one. Um, for me, I want to compete in bodybuilding for the experience. I know it's going to be suboptimal for powerlifting, but there's ma- there's many people who have done it. Are you guys familiar with Chris Pugh? I'm not, no. No, he's he's just he's a British lifter. I mean, he's he's an no. insane lifter, but he's only 82 kilos and he's squatting sort of 350 plus. But he's also shredded and has competed relatively decent standard in bodybuilding. And he looks awesome, and to me that's the goal. be good at both it's, yeah. a, it's an appealing thing for me. i think
1: I think it's as well um, <laughs> obviously it, there's a there's a level of clout that c- will come with you squatting a ridiculous amount of weight and being shredded at the same time yeah.
3: i couldn't be shredded i think you, you well you will be when you compete trust me you you'll- well, of course I'll be yeah. when I compete. I mean, during my bodybuilding prep, I won't be squatting heavy anyway. Why not? I just think... Why not? Well,
1: why not, know,
3: I'm not going to say to you, Chris, but... <laughs> I, think, I don't
0: know. I think... I, don't know
1: about it. Yeah. I think you'll probably carry on your powerlifting itch while you're... Um... I love it. I love it so
3: much that I struggle not to.
1: Yeah, exactly.
3: I think... What I feel about bodybuilding is how I feel about powerlifting
4: yeah Aren't What do you you know here what do you feel has built the tissue that you've gotten out
3: um what you'll agree with this the the sort of basic barbell exercises
4: so why would you eliminate them during a prep when you're dieting
3: the injury risk i think of being lean
4: but what else is what's going what's going to keep them what's going to keep the tissue that's been built with a your, your basic moves?
3: Well, the high food.
4: What happens when it comes to the end of a prep?
3: To an extent, the, barbell- the exercises. I'm going to eliminate the sort of top singles that Jermaine's talking about. What belt uh, it keeps
1: I'm not belt it pushing it. for a
3: one rep max.
1: I feel like, Liam, to an extent, you're going to have to be high in, in those triples, Liam. I think you're going to have to do that at some point. In prep, I think you're going to have to be like Chris. You're going to have to walk in the gym and do those lower rep ranges. I think it's going to have to happen. <laughs>
3: so, uh... Yeah, I struggle not to. I, I can't do sort of low reps. Yeah. I mean, I so can't do sort of high rep sets mm-hmm. um, on sort of the SPD and anyway. I struggle really. I would never want to go above 10. I'll do 20s occasionally as just sort of a, a supplementary exercise, but I'd never do it as my primary focus for the lift. Yeah. So you do
1: the, you, you do, do metabolic work though, basically so you do like a like you have like you train arms for example and you you work in those high rep ranges right
3: so uh, if i'm training arms you you asking me what rep range i train training yeah 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 like so, what i mean so for accessory movements if i yeah so any sort of non powerlifting related exercise it will be sort of double digit reps just cuz it's what i enjoy i'm not training to be the most optimal bodybuilder, and so I sort of do have an element of what I enjoy, and that is that fair enough. Yeah, I think I really want to see you compete now. Ian. <laughs> you bring this yeah. Up
1: occasionally, yeah, you bring it up occasionally, and I'm like, I really want to see what your erectors would look
3: like when you peeled. <laughs> I, well, I, I 100% am going to compete in bodybuilding, yeah, most where are likely. You compete? What, where are you going to compete? Hmm. PCA like, probably have PCA? you got any shows in that I don't even know what category I'd be I think probably open yeah I think you'd be in bodybuilding yeah you, you could do juniors do junior bodybuilding yeah well I've only just turned 20 so I've got sort of three years to figure yeah, exactly. it out um, I, I'm actually speaking currently with Tim I'm sending him over some photos tomorrow morning um, of how I look just Send so he can sort of well. I'm, I'm intrigued Yeah, I'll put put them in the chat. Just so you can identify. I mean, as Kiffy says, I'm not old enough to have to micro-focus where I'm building tissue, but if he can identify any major weaknesses that sort of get left out with the training that I'm currently doing to add in in order to be a better bodybuilder long-term, so to speak. But it is something I'm going to do as a junior.
1: The only thing I can think of off the top of my head with you, Liam, is when you hit a back lat spread or a, like a couple of different um back poses you have a tendency to i think one of your shoulders locks or is slightly frozen
3: so one shoulder dips slightly i don't know if you've oh, mm. uh but that is i'm that. i'm I never put any focus on posing. yeah i <laughs> 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 <focus> yeah. For. <laughs>
1: the one yeah. time i feel like you've done it was when was it i think we we're in emporium training and you and then you discovered you actually had really thick hamstrings at that point that was at your house. that was at your that was, flat oh you sat at my flat oh it was it wasn't it yeah it was my flat you were just like fucking
3: about in the mirror while we well, had doing typical like side what is it called side chest isn't it yeah that's it yeah? the, and yeah. then you were like du- like put your hamstring up your leg which now makes a lot of sense and i did it and i was like well actually you have a hamstring? <laughs> <laughs> I think
1: it's going to be cool seeing how you learn how to pose. Cause
3: I feel? Yeah. Well, I need to, if I'm going to compete in bodybuilding, I've got to sort of practice these things soon because so it, you yeah. can't be posing well in 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 a two in two or three months, can you? You, you, can,
1: you can progress a lot, but you're not going to be perfect, I don't think.
3: Yeah. Well, if I'm going to do it, mate, I don't plan to compete in bodybuilding for the rest of my life. I want to do it like a couple of times and do it, as well as I possibly can. Yeah. So, I'll apply the same level of energy that I do with powerlifting to bodybuilding, I'm sure. For sure. And I mean, yeah. I, do, I do have a passion for it, in a sense. Like, it, it does intrigue me. It's not something that I'm like, oh, boring. Like, it does, it does get my attention, but just not as much as powerlifting. Yeah. Uh,
1: let's, let's move on to um, something that we mentioned earlier. What are your thoughts on Emporium, Jim? I've just,
4: I seen most of it this morning. Um, And like, I was just kind of mostly there for the comments because (laughs) some of them were quite savage. Some of them were like really, really, really fucking deep. Um, But I'd see they're not getting back to anybody. Which, like, not that they need to explain themselves because obviously nobody really needs to explain themselves. But at the end of the day, like, you would think there would be some sort of like response to the amount of shit that they've got. Or even like, I actually had visions of them deleting the post, but I believe it's I still think, up.
1: Let me check. I don't know they've, um, they've,
4: they've they've still if you you know, so fucking quiet. I'm just completely
2: fucked today. Um, they've changed
1: the yeah. price now. Bro. Oh, wow, yeah. 56 <laughs> minutes no they, changed. The <laughs> train, they changed the pricing. No way. Yeah. <laughs> right, so the new price, they posted a meme, okay? So, the meme is wrong. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that is, that's even worse then. Uh, right. probably... any, any listeners... No, you know the car is... swerving? Well, yeah, the In wrong fucking weird. way. <laughs> um, so they, they've, they've done the swerve and uh, the new structure is it's £40 a month. Yeah, but the swerve is going the wrong way. It is. The meme's
3: wrong. <laughs> £40 <laughs> going from 150 to 40 yeah. Where's the, I, I don't get it. <laughs> the landlord must have seen, changed the rent and price. Vernon? huh? Have any guys seen Luke Vernon's story? This guy. No. Oh. No. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> he, he knows, so. I mean, I don't really want to get involved with Slagging Off Emporium because they've been very, very good to me. You know that, yeah. Jermaine. Um, and and it's been not good like, to It's me not me, really too. Good. In the past, they haven't. Yeah, I've have them off, but I have to say, Luke's story made me made me cackle. Yeah,
1: I I I reposted it when I saw it because I was just I just couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe
3: it. You think you're just more intrigued in their logic than what's actually yeah, happening.
1: I, I want to know. I want I want to know what the board meeting was. I want to know when they were all on the table. What they were thinking. Like, what was going through their heads at the time?
4: Were they not also one of the places that were, like, charging stupid amounts for Kit? Yeah. yeah. The they have a for, track like, record. Okay.
1: They have a
4: track record, so.
2: Of what? Track record of what being robbing cunts, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: Exactly. I think as well, because, like, because I'm so, like, I've not really too much to do it because I'm so, obviously so far away from it. So, yeah. the reality is, like, there's, 99% chance I won't be training there just because of how far I am away from it. Yeah. And if I was going to make, like, a full day's worth of travelling to Birmingham, probably wouldn't train there. So Where well, would you I, train? I wouldn't bother with would the trip to the ultimate. ultimate. Yeah, you
3: go ultimate. Wise decision. It's a good gym. Yeah.
4: I've seen quite Coming a lot out. of, like, people's stuff from ultimate, and it looks really good. Plus... At the same time, if I was going to do a trip, like, I'm basically having to travel anywhere to train at a decent gym. So if I was going to travel far, I would go to somewhere like Rotherham and do, like, a good few days at it rather than yeah. I yeah. kind of one-day I mean, like.
3: I think Ultimate's great, but, Kiffy, if I was you, I wouldn't do two additional hours to go Ultimate over Ultraflex.
4: Oh, no, I would never do that. Like, but if I was going to go to Birmingham, I would go to... Go to,
3: yeah, uh, ultimate, ultimate absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to be fair, you made this... I enjoyed Ironworks. I think it has a good atmosphere.
1: I was actually speaking to um, Rod about this the other day, who's our mate. Um, shout out to you, Rod. You're probably listening while doing cardio or something. Um, and he was saying when he starts back, uh, he's going to... like he, he, He's like a fair bit of distance away from every gym in Birmingham so uh, but he's decided that he wanted to go to like a hardcore gritty gym so he said Ironworks and I can't I can't call him that. nice huh good leg very good leg kit there yeah 100% I said to him that what I'll probably end up doing is I'll train my pull push and my accessory days at uh, Ultimate or at home Um, and then I'll do my leg days at Ironworks probably with him (laughs) I think that might be the move. I'll
2: um, I'll be doing legs at Temple, I think.
1: Yeah, I know a lot of. I, I think Tim said he was going to do that. Tim and Robbie as well.
4: Yeah, that's another. That's the, another one. That's another hmm. one that I would like to. I was yeah. that. I mean, uh, Temple. Temple.
3: The new uh, one. Yeah. The. Uh, I mean, the, it's the nothing the in comparison text.
2: to the to the other ones. Um, but the kit's the same, so. Yeah,
1: I like the environment in there. I, I, I like it in there. It's good. It's fucking roasting in there, though. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's good. But plenty of thermogenesis on prep. Oh, yeah. It's what you want. Absolutely. doing cardio and stuff. Yeah, no, I, I, think, I think I'll probably, when I start back, I'll just take advantage of the fact gyms are open, so I'll probably train, within reason, a, a couple of different gyms. Like Ready I'll, for the road trip, Jermaine? Yeah, I'll come train with you, Liam. Soon. I know we talked about that the other day. I'll come I'll come up to your ends and train with you, and then I'll probably... Well, we'll be going to Rotherham, and then I want to go to... um Me and Joe were talking about going down to London to train with uh, Louis, who's one of uh, the guests we have had on here. So we might train at King's or Muscleworks or Bington. Something.
3: I want to train at Muscleworks. I've trained at King's a couple of times. I like King's. I want to go to Muscleworks. Mm.
1: Muscleworks is... um the, from what I've seen, I mean, we've all seen like the James Hollingshead, Luke Sando training videos, uh, Orpington. So we, I, I like, I, I feel like going through that door, like going in there, you, it's, you, you're going to just want to train hard just because of the company there, right?
4: So that's good. I'd love to train at King's, definitely. Yeah. It's a cool yeah,
3: gym. If you think about it, there's so many good gyms available all over the country. Yeah. My- like, I could the top five but i could also list the top 40 that are all very very good gyms mm-hmm. one of my it's favorites like, even yeah. between you we live like how what 40 minutes away from each other right now and yeah there are countless good gyms between me and birmingham yeah
1: yeah for sure i, I birmingham is like a good little hub for um like fitness and bodybuilding and powerlifting i think um, I yeah. you, have you been to Ultraflex Rotherham before? You have, haven't you?
3: Me? Yeah. Have
1: you been to Ultraflex
3: Rotherham? I think I've been, been like six times.
1: Oh, okay. You've been a bunch of times. So like you're set up there because they've got like the whole power lifting end
3: of that. Oh, well, they've got the monolift, but do you know what, mate? The mono ain't no use unless you've got people. Like I had Cuba undo the... Uh, arm for me the one time I, I, I went over to the desk and was like hi come with me to the other side of the gym and he just followed me over and, and then he unwound the right arm and walked off like it's a pain yeah. so when I went there I made use of the kit really and I yeah. would there's a couple of machines I really really like um, I don't know the specific name of the kit but like the seated and the lying presses and stuff I really enjoy them mm.
1: I know which one you're on about the, the light it's, the, it's like a plate loaded press isn't it like a written- I can
3: press more on them than I can press on any other machine. I know, yeah. Um, I went I went so, on
1: that when I was when I trained with AJ in like I think December, January. Um and he <laughs> we put I put on four plates aside and I it like moved. I was like, oh what the fuck? <laughs> this is surprising yeah. for me. Um yeah so I, I, I,
3: I have really really small shoulders. It's always been a weak point. But I remember I put on five plates on the, the one by the uh, changing rooms, that seated press. Oh, the over, overhead press. Yep. The funky three grip, I think. Um, okay. And I pressed five plates on that and like I've never been able to press anything like that ever before, so yeah. I, when you do well on a machine, you have a good attachment to it, don't you? The, the, I so. feel
1: like the machines at um, UltraFlex, even though the plates feel heavy as fuck, they feel a lot heavier than most
3: plates do. Because like, cast some plates. You know just actually 20 because they're nice plates. Yeah. Most gyms have got like chip crush plates that weigh like 18. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. It, like, you when when I train, I think I did on the same machine, I did like I think I, I posted a video of me doing four plates with a spot, and it just makes you look um fucking sick, <laughs> it just makes you look
3: like you can't hey, actually train with some fucking heavy weight. <laughs> what, Liam Chris, what gyms have you been to in the UK?
4: um i have actually only been to durham's ultraflex and then sorry
3: a bad uh, one a bad gym to choose that's it um,
4: yes. where i'm trying to think where else have i been i've been to durham and the more the the rest have been like in scotland so like one of the main ones um is future fitness in glasgow it's like got a proper like it's got and um, it's like two levels upstairs like the kind of main reception bit and that and they've got like um cybex kit and stuff like that and obviously you're kind of more kind of functional kit and then downstairs they've got like a proper um like uh, a strength suite so like yeah it's nice. it's just like it's like a bodybuilder's kind of dream land kind of place um it's perfect but like i said it's it's the same it's not really around the corner but they're the kind of only two that like i've not been to that many gyms mm. um but it's
3: like quite- Count on your hand how many gyms you've been to.
4: I I could probably only count like two.
3: Yeah, okay. Um,
4: <laughs> you know what, though? I feel like... Like, man,
3: Sully, if I tried to... Me and man, you have been to more gyms like to train together than that. I've been to gyms abroad, mate. <laughs> I've been yeah. to a house in New York. <laughs> like, I've been... What's you've been to? Huh? Best gym you've ever been to?
1: Oh, best gym I've
3: been
1: to. Uh, Yeah, definitely Powerhouse, New York. In Long Island.
3: Mine has to be... To be
1: where? Gold's. Oh, Gold's Gym. Yeah. I I, I get, like, whenever I see, like, you post pictures of that, I always forget that you've trained at Gold's Gym.
3: Which is really... Yeah, I mean, I could have trained at Gold's, like, loads, but me being me, I went to, like, Barbell Brigade and Zoo Culture and places like that. But, um... Golds was just, I think it's just sort of being at Golds that makes it the best experience than anything.
1: Was it like walking through the, because like at Powerhouse, when you walk through the entrance of Powerhouse, you're flanked by pictures that are like one of a kind pictures of Arnold and like Franco. Yeah. Bodybuilding and powerlifting legends going back to like the 60s as you walk through the entrance. Is it like that at Golds
3: I mean, I was fortunate enough to do four sets of incline with Thor, so that was where my attention <laughs> was. That's insane.
1: That's insane. I love yeah. the picture as well, because you're like a little kid stood next to him like this. Like,
3: yeah. He's like, up here. I mean, he he's like, just just six foot and I still look fine. <laughs> but cool. that was great. I was sat there, just on the incline bench, and I turned round, and this guy's suitcase was bigger than me. And he just went, basically, have you got any sets left? And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, mate, carry on, with And he went, no, you can train with, like, did the sets yeah. with. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Was, uh, so I filmed that one. That
1: was like me when I, I trained, train, uh, when I was training at Powerhouse. And, um, like, I remember it was really weird, really surreal experience. I, I went in. This is the first time I went into Powerhouse. I walked through the door, like, bought my day pass. Um, the, the receptionist there is an IFBB pro as well, like, pro. Um, and w- in pro. And walked there, and then uh, I walked in, and then right behind me, who who else than Ryan Terry walks in. So I go to American Gym and I find a British pro. Um, so like I ended up like working in doing some arm sets with him, and like and, yeah, it was
3: cool. Really do you remember Jermaine? Were you with me? At that time at Emporium where we, that Julian Smith was just doing some um, push downs. No. no I remember called me push.
1: about that because it was it was the same body power I think it was the same body power that I pulled my trousers down to get a leg shot with him in public. I don't know. <laughs> it was
3: like I don't know. But like the gym was dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No idea. But it wasn't like your typical uh, what body power when there's like multiple different sort of famous yeah. so to speak people dotted around. This yeah. was like the middle of the night, typical time that we train, and he yeah. was just there on his own in the corner. It's like his enjoy legs, yourself, mate.
1: His legs in real life are scary.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's ridiculous. Like seeing that guy's legs in person. Because they're just like they're just
3: so funny. I mean you you pull in trousers take like, a photo of legs with him just kinda of sums you up as a person, I think. Like that is the main <laughs> <laughs> that is me pulling my
1: pants down in public, literally. Yeah. Um, oh, what was that? What Didn't was you it? say you had a, qu- what? a question? From what?
3: Didn't you say you had a question from Caitlin?
1: Oh yeah, we'll get to some questions now while we're here. Um let's get let's get the questions out of the way. So let's have a look. Got some good ones here. So Caitlin, she was the first one to pop a question. What numbers is the ball going to hit
3: 6th of August? What's going to happen <laughs> going down, Liam? Uh, I think that considering what I didn't get a single say in what the exercises were, probably nothing fun. <laughs> well, no, we're doing, we're doing
1: deadlifts, aren't we? Or That's on, the, on rotation for that because we're doing a pool session.
3: I mean, sure, I won't, I won't be, or if I am, nothing sort of heavy. I yeah. mean, I'm not a good deadlifter anyway, I don't see the point in aggravating my injury just for the sake of training with you guys. So, right. I will talk. Is it, have we lost
1: him? We might have lost Liam. I think he's gone. He's done a you, Chris. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. Is Liam... Oh. Liam? Liam? No. Oh. Fucking it. I'm finished. For sake.
4: That's it.
2: <laughs> it's the curse of Keith it's, it yeah
4: it's <laughs> Keefy it curse This I feel like the exact same time yeah yeah, yeah it, it was it? Like, yeah. we'll oh for fuck's sake
1: right move on to the next one until he he's resurrected hang on
4: hang on I had a Chris, uh,
2: question for Keithy last time before he was on like, um, who what kind of bodybuilders um, do you
4: look up to so, like, certain names and things like that uh, Dorian Yates Anthony Bales Leroy Davis good ones all good um jay cutler
1: yeah
4: um you jermaine Um, (laughs) the blush stop it um, no like yeah so and then obviously like dallas mccarver was like one of the biggest ones um simply just for like an age thing and because he was so big um Work ethic was quite similar to the likes of um your kind of Yates style. Do you know what I mean? He yeah. always kind of um he was always doing like he was always favouring like his big kind of heavy moves. He was always taking things like mainly as many reps as he can. There was never kind of anything left. Um, so it was like a lot of respect for more the kind of ethic side, but at the same time because of how young he was. But Yates will always be the the top, like sure. regardless. Come 10, 20 years, I'll probably yeah. still be watching. You know what I mean? Like, have you ever? I, I completely agree with that. Yeah,
1: Chris, have you ever like cr- like queued to meet him in person? Have I ever? Like, have you ever met him in person?
4: No, no. It's Dorian.
1: It, I I had chills. Like, what? Who
2: Dorian? Yeah. It's alright. I'll, I'll have a cup of tea with him next
1: week. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like it is like I. I it was, like, I remember, I met Dallas. I remember meeting Dallas when I was, like, I think I was 17.
4: Yeah, I met Dallas in, like, t- um, 2017 down at Body Power, and then, like, yeah. within two or three weeks, that was it.
1: Oh, we were, like, oh, we would have been in the same fucking queue then. So, okay. yeah, because it, it, was, it, was it on the day where, because Callum Von Moga had a booth next
4: to him. Yeah, yeah.
1: And He just didn't turn up.
4: <laughs> I remember,
1: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a big oh. and he just didn't end up turning up. It was kind of bullshit. And then Dallas was there. He had like a smaller queue because was oh. an up and coming guy. And he was there, like you know, he was he had his like phone or laptop or something. I remember him just replying to emails and like making texts and phone calls and doing business meetings basically. Mm-hmm. He was meeting fans. And like the image in my head I have of Dallas is like just a guy who was like fucking all go working like really really hard but still yeah. putting in every every ounce of his time for fans. Which is really cool. Um, but for for you, for you, Liam, obviously it's nice to have
2: you back, by the way. Yeah, um, well because powerlifting is like solely a performance sport, are, are, is your inspiration for the sport like hitting certain numbers or are there certain individuals you look up to as well within the sport?
3: It's a mixture of both. I think there's wanting to be the strongest, which sort of everyone can relate to. So, like, I want to lift more than obviously the the next guy, but at the same time, there are people I look up to for sure. Stan Efferdin, I think the reason I look up to Stan so much, I mean, Jermaine, you know, I, I'm quite a good mates to Stan, but yeah, I look up to Stan very much because he has that balance that I want between the two sports. Um, but powerlifting alone, I think the likes of sort of Dan Green, um, and sort of those more West Side kind of people I look up to a lot more nowadays. Yeah, you know, I can Dan's appreciate really
2: you Ill, to be oh, fair.
3: What? Yeah.
2: I said Dan's really fucking chill, to be fair. I don't know if you've ever had the chance to speak to him. No. Mm. But he think... just seems stoned all the time. It's brilliant.
3: Yeah. Um, Liam, I feel if like you guys West Side versus the world. Yeah. That is. It. Yeah, that is like, like sort of the pinnacle, I think. Yeah. That has you written all over of it. Yeah, that's my side of powerlifting for sure. But I, try, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that is, yeah, you're right.
1: <laughs> uh, we've already answered this one. It was when is Chris doing a powerlifting meet? Possibly never. Um, uh, <laughs> one from uh, Sam Bennett, Barbarian Bennett. Do you think you could be a IFBB pro? This goes for both of you guys. Yes. I agree.
3: Liam? I mean I, it's not something that I've considered no, I have to admit, okay, um, probably because I don't have sort of the dedication to sport that Chris has. I would never say never I could next week turn my focus fully onto it and do well, but it, to be honest it's not it's not actually a goal of mine it's just not fair enough, yeah, that's fair enough um we've got a going back, Joe. One thing you. Joe, you said on. Um, what was the goal? I think it's more numbers than people for me. I have numbers in my head which I want to hit. The two most obvious ones are a 400 kilo squat and a thousand kilo total, um, which I believe both to be very attainable in my career. Um, and so for me, that's where the main driver is, getting closer and closer. I think with powerlifting being so much numbers related. It, it there's a very addictive nature to it wanting that number to be ever increasing yeah, yeah. i think
1: that can apply to bodybuilding as well obviously <laughs> a lot of people are into their logbooks heavy and like that's that's where that comes from and
3: rightly so but
1: yeah the got the idea of goal setting like it's just a short-term goal to beat yeah um
3: well progressive so- overload is one of the best techniques for sort of growth in both aspects and so to not have that addictive nature and track numbers is a weakness yeah it's almost a it's like yeah it's a bit criminal
1: um we've got another one would you try strongman I would yeah
2: yeah I'd jump <laughs> in before you guys say anything and I fucking would um <laughs> probably not I grew up on the but yeah um the one guy I always yeah. think of is yeah, fucking because that dude was a beast but Jesus Christ, he was like the best of both worlds. man. The guy was like fucking 5% body fat and deadlifting mm-hmm. like 25 fucking kegs of alcohol. Yeah, crazy.
1: What about you, Chris?
4: I probably would. I probably would.
2: I'd give it a go. At least give yeah. it a go. For sure. I remember when I was back at college, um, a kid in the younger, um, like the year below, um, he, he did strongman in like the local level. Yeah. And so he used to put videos on his Instagram and shit, like moving massive stone balls and moving this from this. Yeah, it was just was, fucking cool. Like I just think yeah. it was something good to do. So I
1: think out of all the sports that we're talking about, like powerlifting, bodybuilding, whatever strongman is the most fucking manly testosterone filled sport. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. Yeah. Like some of the shit they do. Oh yeah. Um, it's like crazy. You've got like the big, like the big power lifts that they do as well. But like, Throwing like a giant bale of sand or whatever over a over a fucking fucking um, over a giant net or what like some of the shit they do, like, I don't know how they come up with it. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super impressive. Like that's on the one sport that I watch in my downtime, even though it's not my sport. So
3: it's a strongman still, because I had to I just yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think for me I wouldn't compete competitively. I I think I agree with that. I
1: think I agree with that.
3: I just I don't, don't have I mean I'm five foot eight. I know there is sort of categories, but I'm not like a strong man build. Yeah, that's fair enough. What did Kiffy say? I was curious, but I couldn't hear.
4: Yeah, I would I would do it.
3: Oh you still here I thought you were left. Yeah, you would.
4: I think like the same as well. Like obviously I'm like closer to the kind of five foot seven, so it's like
3: yeah, yeah. There is a there is a about it.
1: I think it what will come down to a lot of it is um a crossover for, for the sport. So like, obviously we're all like super fast twitch muscle fibers, like just you know a lot of power movements, lifting heavy loads, whatever. But then like, how functional is powerlifting and how functional is bodybuilding?
3: You know, mm-hmm. I think powerlifting isn't all that functional. I'd agree, I'd agree. If you look at me, the perfect example is what we spoke about earlier, Sully. You put me on, on another range of motion that I'm not familiar with that isn't sort of a straight up and down movement pattern. I'm a bit shaky. I mean, I, I obviously have a, a relatively decent amount of strength attributed from that, but it it's, it's not like a strongman carries over to most exercises. If you're good at strongman, you're good at most tasks in life, if you see what I'm saying yeah for sure Hey, question i had do you think that our height massively helps sort of with our
4: lifts um i mean like i don't know you could argue that you've not got as far to travel with most things um but then again you could be like our height and have like the arms of somebody that's like 10 foot tall. Do you know what I mean? It's
3: dependent on limb length for sure. Right, yeah,
4: definitely. It's, it's definitely. leverages
2: more than, more than height itself, isn't it?
4: Yeah, it's like yeah. you could
2: have like fucking really short legs and really long arms. Yeah, yeah. Or it could be the other way around and you could still be like five foot five. Yeah. Because f- yeah. your, your
3: arm will help you with the brain. deadlift. Short yeah. legs will help you with the squat. Like there are le- what is it, um, leverages that will massively attribute to sort of your progression of a lift. My oh, yeah. short leg for sure is one of the reasons I have got a much better squat than any like a deadlift, for example.
1: Yeah. Um favorite accessory exercise for bench.
4: Um, bench dips. Dips. Yeah. Uh, probably something like that.
1: I I quite like dips. I do.
3: I think just bench. <laughs> That's My not bench. an option.
4: It's oh an accessory, bench. Liam. It's yeah. an accessory. I, I, oh. Good accessory work for binge. Bench. I see, I see <laughs> what your logic is. Looks fake. <laughs>
1: uh, right. <laughs> Next question. Um, yeah, Liam, what was going through your mind before the 300 squat?
3: Oh. Um, I don't know. Just don't embarrass yourself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's probably- I
3: made a point of sort of sharing the goal I had because then I had the accountability factor of shit I've got to do it so I guess that but I, mm, yeah I don't know I mean for the 300 squat I was actually nervous so one of the raps messed up and Beth my rapper we spoke about earlier she had to run into the next room to go and roll it again but the timer had started for my lift so I was like I'm not going to have time yeah so that was what was on my mind. But I'd go from that question and say likewise with Kiffy. I think, if I'm not mistaken, it's 3.05 for to a top deadlift, right? Chris? Yeah. 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 So what what was going through your, your mind?
4: Uh, that's like, uh, I don't know. I'm like kind of one of them kind of, I don't know. It, it's too, I, I feel it's too hard to explain. It's like, it's just... Whenever, whenever a whenever deadlift, compared to anything else, like the odd time if I've done like a heavy single or double on a squat or something like that, but it's always different. Like, deadlifts are, whenever it goes to like, the top end set on a deadlift, especially if it's between like one and three reps, one and four reps, I know it's going to be like stupidly heavy. It's going to be stupidly sore. It's going to be, mm-hmm. it's a case of like, like um we spoke about on the last time, on the last time I was on this podcast, was like the music beforehand as well. There's like, I have like a song and then I have the main song that I'll lift to. And it's like the the video from like the main song and then the stuff that goes through my head before that set, that's probably only in my head for like maybe the max of like 20 seconds off from rep one to the finish. It's like, it's just, it's like, the only way you can put it is, it's just not nice. Yeah, it's, it's just nasty shit. I, there know. are
3: mental cues. Like, for example, you hear that song. I'm going to presume, Chris, that you don't listen to that when you're at home. So um. when you play that song, it's like it's go time. Like it has, yeah. you can relate that song with sort of top That's set it. Deadlift, for example. Yeah. 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 See, for me, I, you'll notice if you watch my Instagram, no top set sounds the same. It's like random songs. And for, music isn't that important for me. So long that I've like I'm enjoying the music and I'm having a good time in the gym, it's irrelevant what specific song. Yeah. For me, I don't really like clock on what's happening when I'm in that sort of top end. Mm-hmm. When you watch bodybuilds on Instagram, they're like they're like shouting in between. They're going like, yeah, yeah, and all just, like I'm just like silent, shut up and do it. I'm there with the bar, I can't hear anyone, I can't really see what's happening. Like it's just yeah. you just do, I don't know. That would
1: like ruin your bus. Can you imagine if you just started like fucking yeah, buddying like Ronnie
3: Coleman. Right, the I don't thing. have – like when you've got like almost four times body weight on your back, it's very hard to like be talking and breathing because it's just crushing you. So, so, so if friendly. you lose that tightness and, and, and get sort of – what's the word? Like just crushed, I guess, under the bar, yeah. good luck to you on set. Yeah, that's wild. That's wild. Like that is one goal um, –
1: we talk like talking about accountability. I may as well say this now. What my goal for the end of this year is to get a single with three hundred. That's probably
3: on deadlift. Yeah, that's out there. That is out the end there. of the year. Yeah. Jeez, okay. big ask.
1: <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So that's going to be adding potentially, theoretically, about eighty kg onto my dead. I, I did before lockdown. I did. 210 for a single, which I could have. I felt at the time like I could have just gone for reps. What Are I will say,
2: super creatine, Jermaine. Huh? If you got <laughs> plans to add in the super creatine, yeah, I the
1: super creatine, man, that'll do, it.
3: That'll <laughs> do I mean, it. What I would say is that deadlift <laughs> doesn't progress like other exercises, and to expect 90 kilos is a big ask of yourself, especially from sort of a natural bodybuilder. Now, I know Chris will argue that it doesn't mean shit, but like you're obviously not as um, you're not going to have the benefit of being on pets, You're not going to have the benefit of dedicating your full week to getting stronger. Um, it's a big ask. I mean, if you pull that off, Jesus Christ!
1: That's why I wanted to say it now because now the pressure's on. Do
3: you know what I mean? I mean, any powerlifter will be chuffed with yeah. ninety kilos is in a year. Half a year. The, re-
1: the reason, the reason why, to an extent, is because. Obviously, I've seen Kiffy. Keithy. Kiffy's only, Chris is only a year older than me, right? So he's still a junior. So in my head, him, Adam Powell, like all these people that like are like the top tier of, you know, my, my division, that's like, you know, I've got, I've got to fucking chase that. Do you know what I mean? That's sort of where my headspace is at right now. Well,
3: to be fair, Kiffy is the perfect example of it can be done.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. A lot of
3: people will say like, oh, I I could never squat 300 natural. I mean, uh, lift 300 natural. Kiffy is the perfect example. I could never look like that natural. He's the perfect example.
1: Also, I feel like it's, uh, it's a bit of a vendetta for me for deadlift because I pulled 180 the first time when I was 17 or 18. I think I was 18. That was the first time I pulled 180. And then obviously I dislocated my ankle so i still think coming off of the back of that i feel like i am still behind the ball a bit in terms of progression um so and and at the minute i've been on like this year obviously all the bullshit with covid aside like i've been on a roll at the minute with deadlift variations so that's something i want to you know keep going with Um, they're definitely
3: sort of important for building sort of like back density yeah I don't it's want to act like, like I, know, I know the ins and outs of sort yeah. of what you need as a bodybuilder, but it would definitely help on that front.
1: Yeah, for sure. That was one of the things that uh, really stuck with me. I think last year, because one of the big issues I had last year on stage was obviously one, I'm just too small. Uh, I just need to grow everywhere. Like I'm still, I'm still like Kefi as well. Like I, I, I don't have any specific body part that's like you know lagging.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe my calves. <laughs> um, but apart from that, the there's there's not like a lot that I'm like, you know, struggling for except for just size in general. And one thing that I just like has been stuck in my head is just, I just want to dominate from the back. Like if anything yeah. I want it's I want to have a just ridiculous density in my back. Um, because you know, obviously I'm very glute dominant. I don't know if you could tell. Um, so like I think last year, one of my big issues was that everything else from the rear kind of looked smaller because I had the glutes, <laughs> but I didn't have I didn't have calves. I didn't have much back width or thickness. So, yeah, that's that's something I do want to bring up for sure. I'm facing that three hundred. Fingers crossed. Right, would that would be like, that would be stupid. Yeah, that
4: would. Twenty eighteen, I think it was, like nearer the kind of back at that. But that was when I ended up with like the sciatica, so I had to like pull from most like kind of like hip hinge variations for like quite a while on like decent sized like decent sets because of obviously the sciatica fucked me up that badly but it -hmm. was between like I think the back end of August till um, it would have been January 2019 so what are you talking like five six months or something like that I went from 220 to 300 so it's that, it's
3: absolutely it's absolutely doable. I've i what I don't I forget. Um, Jermaine, I forget the date, but it was it's only just over a year since I squatted two twenty five with you at Ironworks and Tim, yeah. and it was like nine months out from my three hundred. Yeah. So it is it is a hundred percent doable, but yeah, um, it will be extremely impressive. Hey, Kiffy, I had a question about your deadlift, so. You pull from the floor and then you sort of touch and go, I think it's called. Um, is that just a method of sort of minimising fatigue or do you think it's it's helped you build your deadlift or what?
4: I think it's helped me build my deadlift, but at the same time, it's like I would rather do – I'm more of a fan of doing a set between, say, like one and six to eight reps rather than always just focusing on like doing – a one rep, but that's simply because I'm a bodybuilder, but I've got nothing against doing singles. Like you'll always see me do singles. But at the same time, if it ever like on days that I'll do singles, I'll also do like like a down set. Not that much, like maybe twenty, thirty percent less. So not like that much. And then obviously I'll be looking for say between like one and eight reps or something like that. Um but yeah. it totally depends. Like most of the time if I'm doing like a touch and go set it's because I want to be like what I've got before. So like I've done like say like I set of two, I've done 290 for a double and then I got it for a triple. So I mean the, the next day must I was gonna get four reps and again it was touch and go. But I also I feel that being really strong at touch and go and like a dead stop, do you know what I mean? It's a bit more than just being strong at, like, one or the other.
3: Obviously, I think with touch and go, you can really emphasize sort of a hip hinge. Um, with dead stop, there's a big tendency to drop the bar. And obviously that, you lose tightness, you have to reset. Um,
4: like, dead stop, you're going back to the initial starting point, you know what I mean? So it's like, you are going back to reset point to go again. So it's like, as much as you've got, like, your kind of feeler rep out the way, and your second rep, like, depends how much the first rep's fucked you, but your second rep is, you've got a feeling of that weight, do you know what I mean? So the initial pull's probably going to be better, you're going to be positioned again. They've both got their place. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah,
3: for sure. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Yeah, they do.
1: Yeah. Uh, any other questions?
3: What else we got? From me? Anyone? I had a couple. My phone died. See if it's got charge. <laughs> Looks like... Hey, Kiffy, I like how we're both repping, too. Yeah, is it coordinated? Did you guys plan this? Yeah, oh. we had a little mothers meeting before, and we planned. <laughs> you were like, I'll go in the jumper. For <laughs> fuck's sake. Show off the whole fucking range. Yeah. I know,
1: literally. He's got shorts <laughs> on, got socks on. I've actually got joggers on. <laughs> 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 I've joggers on all day, too. Oh. Oh, and they're grey joggers, boy, I had, I had the black one. Oh, very nice. All kitted out. Shout out to Strength Shop. Um, <laughs> yeah, you got, you got any um Liam? The
3: question is which discount code would you use would you would you plug? <laughs> oh,
4: oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, my one I up on the screen like right here. Like, yeah. yeah, and then switch that one like
3: over to that side and then put mine in the centre.
1: I'd I'd compromise, I just wouldn't use
3: any. Oh, oh, that's fair enough then. I, I can't I can't choose like that guy. This was actually a good one. It's not really like Important or anything, but I, I thought that I liked it. Favourite bagel topping? Oh. It's a okay. good question.
4: Peanut butter. Yeah, peanut butter. But oh. the bagel's got to be toasted.
3: Yeah, I've never tried peanut butter, so I don't know. You well, like that's... jam, don't you, Liam? Huh? You like jam, don't you, Liam? I like jam. For me, mine's Biscoff. I'm majorly allergic to peanut butter, so I, I can't try, but Biscoff uh, yeah, is good.
1: Biscoff, Biscoff.
3: Biscoff
1: is good. What uh, uh, Or just uh, butter. Yeah,
2: that's all right. But, butter
1: and the a peanut, nice peanut butter. Cinnamon, if you
2: want to be like a really a fat bastard? Use both. It's incredible. <laughs> what, butter, butter, butter No butter and peanut butter.
3: Uh, butter. I can try butter and Bischoff. Yeah, salty
1: and sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the cows in. Get the cows in
3: there.
1: Um, try the worst, Chris. I have a question for you. Did you ever have anything post show? at the end of your season, which was just horrifically, like, cheat day, like, bullshit, like,
4: post-show snacks, like. I always, um, craved, like, white chocolate. So the go-to was always, like, white chocolate cookies, Milky Bar, like, Smarty Milky Bar, Milky Bar Buttons. It was always, like, white chocolate buenos and stuff like that. Kinder is, um.
3: Kinder's king.
4: Then, like, do um, you know the cereal Frosties?
3: You love your cereal, yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: Oh.
1: <laughs> Frosties, man. <laughs> that was... And then he passes out in the coma, and that's it. He's done. Yeah, no. My uh, last year, I had yeah the the, Nan- the Nando's two person platter, which um, <laughs> that sounds boring, but at the time it was like that was the closest thing was a Nando's. So we man,
3: like, you didn't really care. What do you mean? Like yeah. You didn't really care that much about the food post did you?
1: Oh, well, I, I, it was kind of like a weird thing where I was talking about this to someone the other day, how I could have very easily just sunken into my prep mindset and gone, oh, I'll just have um, like a chicken breast fillet with multigrain salad and leafy greens. Do you know what I mean? Like that in my head, that's what what I was like. I was like, "Oh, I'll have this," but then I remember like Tim and um, who else was there? Uh, Cam and uh, Tom were just like, "Nah, you order something like order something bigger, like go go all out." We're at Nando's anyway. It's not like crazy
3: calorific. It's not that bad. Man. <laughs> yeah, so the two person platter. A lot of people go massively overboard for no reason. Well, I mean, I, I can't right yeah. but.
1: I had that. I had that when I got home. I had a donut, and then <laughs> and then yeah, I had a Biscoff donut, which was it was really good to be fair. Uh, b- and then before I passed, oh, no, actually after that, I passed out in the food coma for three hours. Woke up at like eight pm that in, that evening. Was like, oh, I fancy an orange juice. I like, just mojay. and they were kind of boring um when you have bits in it and no i had like smooth just smoother oh fuck off oh leave me be it's a post-show thing Did you have a meringue as well fuck off uh um <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so then i like had oj i drank like three or four sips of it didn't even finish it and then because obviously i've been dieting for 30 plus weeks it kicked in and my stomach cramped and i couldn't physically stomach anything after that. So, yeah,
3: it was pretty, it was kind of underwhelming. It's funny, because in powerlifting, our post-competition like our post-competition meals is like nothing. We're like, thank God I ain't got to eat. Yeah, trust, yeah, I bet. I, I won't have anything after a cop. Well, depends, like, it depends. If what, about, like, what about that one time where you had to drop weight, Liam? At one time? I haven't had a competition where I haven't been too fat. I've been too fat every time, but there was that one, it was the British Championships last year, yeah. I remember I was, I competed, in 82s. I competed in the 82s and I was 93 on holiday. I was like, <laughs> Lord. And I got back and I, I put Tim in my car for a drive from Birmingham, like North Birmingham to Bristol on full heat, no windows, four jumpers. Like, but no, I have, to be fair, I haven't had a competition where I haven't made weight. Like I somehow always pull it off.
1: I don't know how you made weight for
3: that one. No, I dropped 11 kilos in two weeks. I remember that. I was like, how... I mean, yeah, bless Tim. Tim did, Tim did me a water cut and it did really went really well. You, you did an MMA fight at
1: water cut. It it's nuts, like, what you did.
3: And then... Yeah, I did extremely a lot of weight. And then what actually
1: ended up happening at
3: that meet? How did you do? Uh, that was when I broke the world record. Exactly. Well. What the fuck? But it was probably because I weighed like I was like a one hundred kilo lifter on the platform. That's the benefit of twenty four hour weigh ins, and that's why a lot of like a lot of the drug free IPF like guys sort of discredit a lot of the non non tested lifters because we have this twenty four hour weigh in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What?
2: is the divide between natural and non-natural, a big thing in powerlifting. Because I think that's sort of gone
3: away with the majority of bodybuilders. Yeah, A lot of people, like, I personally, I'll stress first and foremost that 95% of the IPF I get on really well with. But there are some people who are just in this mindset where, like, you're a cheat and all this. If you, and there is there is quite a divide, yeah. For me, it's like, my view is that if you want to be a powerlifter, surely your goal is to have the most weight on the bar, and so excluding the use of performance-enhancing drugs, to use knee wraps, a monolift, a slightly higher depth—like that's all just something that you can do to lift more weight. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. But yeah, yeah, there, there is quite a lot of—it's um, quite tense between the two federations. Yeah, for sure. Well, I say two.
1: Right, guys, should we should we finish up? It is ten o'clock. I know Chris would love to sleep. And
3: potentially yeah. we go get more food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm about to say, to be honest, like it's I cleared off, i steak and rice five minutes before we went on, and i um, I need another one. Yeah, I'm completely <laughs> fucked. Um, I've got like I don't know if you can see I've got like burst fucking blood vessels under my eyes and shit as well. Have you, have you noticed mine? Where am I looking? Mine have been really hey, bad. In- the whole time yeah, yeah. fuck it all.
1: Yeah, we're all a bit ruined now. I'm I'm fucking gross because my sweat has dried on me. Like
3: How that. long have we been talking for? An hour and a half.
1: An hour and a half, yeah. Oh, quite a long one.
3: Yeah, thanks for...
1: Uh, not not for us. <laughs>
3: um,
1: <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, uh, Chris, do you want to plug
4: yourselves? My on, Instagram please. pretty much is just at Kefie West underscore and YouTube is just Kefie West. That's really the main tool that I use. Instagram, I'm on like near enough twenty four hours of the day, so yeah. it's probably yeah. the the biggest one. Even at that, I just post random shit. Um, but apart from that, nah, Instagram's probably the main one. Cool. Um, and Liam,
3: yeah, got a YouTube channel just called Liam Turnbull, but yeah. Instagram is just Liam Turnbull GB, and the link tree link has everything anyway. Yeah,
1: so. get get that video to one million. Let's get to one million.
3: Let's what? Get... The, yeah, the transformation. We're at eight hundred and fifty k. We'll get there. That's insane. Wow. That's sick. <laughs> it's proper died at the moment though. Oh, it back. goes through stages. It's like it's literally like that, and then gym's, when it goes, up, like all oh, money, and then I'm like, oh no, poverty.
1: <laughs> well, Jim's gyms Jim's are, gyms are gonna open, so everyone's gonna be watching all those fucking transformation videos. It'll
3: be fine. I've had a few big ones, haven't I? That Zanti video. Do you remember? That was sick. I like that video. I've had a few videos that have done
1: well. But yeah, guys, definitely go check out um, these guys. Check out Liam's YouTube. Check out Keithy's YouTube. Uh, Thank you for listening and or watching. And we'll see you guys next time.
0: See ya.